Hey everyone, welcome back to Geek Explain, the podcast for comics, film, TV, and more. You name it, we explain it. I'm your host, Eric Zanet, and on today's show, we kick off the countdown to Infinity War. As most of you know, uh, Marvel's Infinity War is coming out on April 27th. It's the culmination of 10 years of the MCU, and what we're going to talk about today is something that I think a lot of people are curious about. There's been a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, and we are going to put the spotlight on everyone's favorite archer, Hawkeye. He hasn't really appeared in any of the promotional material, he hasn't appeared in any posters, any of the trailers, any of really anything in regards to the movie. So in today's show, we're going to take a look at what we know when it comes to his involvement, uh, such as interviews, um, comments from the directors, comments from Jeremy Renner himself. We're also going to look at his involvement in the comics when it comes to uh, big events like this. And then we're going to take pieces from both of those and try to stitch together some theories on what his involvement might be when it comes to not just Infinity War, but also the untitled Avengers 4. So we're going to jump right into it, and I will see you at the end of the discussion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Curious Case of Clint Barton. So the biggest thing that a lot of people have uh, been trying to figure out with the Avengers is not who's going to die. It's not how is Thanos going to get all of the Infinity Stones. It's not where is the Soul Stone. It's where is Hawkeye. He hasn't been in any of the posters, hasn't been in any of the promotional material, none of the trailers. I don't even know if he's shown up at any of the uh, press screenings or anything. Everything has been kept so secretive throughout the entire process. Most the cast don't even know the entire movie, like the plot, much less where everybody else is. So the first thing I wanted to go through is what we know from the press events, what we know from interviews, and hopefully we can figure something out or at least get some kind of direction on where we can, some kind of lead. So we do know that he is in the movie. We know this for a fact. It's been stated that he does appear in Avengers Infinity War and the Untitled Avengers 4. There have also been comments from uh, from the directors, the Russo brothers, in various interviews and stuff like that, where I think the quote was, Hawkeye's story is a long play, that there is a goal for him, there's a path for him, he's on his own journey, and it is going to be separate from the main storyline, the main group. Jeremy Renner himself has actually said uh, certain comments about like what he knows about Hawkeye's journey is quote-unquote wondrous. And hopefully that means that he gets a really good plotline, gets some great scenes. Because I know for a lot of Hawkeye fans and a lot of uh, just overall comic book fans, they're really disappointed in what he brought to the table when he came to the first movie. In the second movie, they built him up a little bit more, introduced his family and whatnot. Uh, some people didn't like that. I really did, because I really liked the interpretation that they took from the Ultimate Comics, where he has a family that is kept separate from everything about his life when it comes to like his special missions, his agent status... Um, he's also said that fans will be pleased with what his his end goal is. So what we do know is the last time that we saw him, he was in the Raft prison in 
in uh, Civil War, and he was locked up with the rest of Team Cap. And at the very end of the movie, was broken out by uh, by Steve Rogers with the rest of his team. So we've seen in the trailers that Black Widow, Bucky, and Cap do end up coming together, uh, but we don't know where Cap has been. We don't know where. Uh, Black Widow has been, if they've been working together, uh, or where the rest of the team is, because we haven't seen uh, Ant-Man in any of the trailers either. We see Falcon for a brief second during the Battle of Wakanda, but otherwise we haven't really seen him uh, with any kind of story importance at this point. So when it comes to this kind of thing, we tend to look to the comics to see where uh, the directors might be drawing inspiration from or something like that. So I did some research, picked out a couple of different comic arcs to see where um, Hawkeye fits in in this kind of story. So the first one that I went to was, of course, the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline back in uh, 1991, where Thanos basically gets the gauntlet together for the first time and goes against the Avengers. That's kind of the basis for Infinity War and all the stuff that's surrounding it. I did the research and I looked up exactly what Hawkeye's role was in the, in the story, and turns out he's barely in it at all. Yeah, so at the time in the comics, he's leading the West Coast Avengers, which is kind of like the uh, the offshoot group of the Avengers stationed in California. And he appears in the first issue of the six-issue miniseries that was the Infinity Gauntlet. He appears very briefly when Thanos does, in the, uh, in the trailer for Infinity War, Gamora says something along the lines of, you know, he could wipe out half the universe with a snap of his fingers. Well, in this comic, that's exactly what he does. Is he, once he has the gauntlet and all the infinity stones together, he snaps his fingers, wipes out half the universe. And Hawkeye is unfortunately one of the people that gets blinked out of existence. And he doesn't show up again until issue six, after everything has been corrected and righted all over again. So, unfortunately... There's not a whole lot that we can draw from in the story unless he is, you know, snapped out of existence at the beginning, which I personally kind of hope not, because I've been really enjoying Jeremy Renner's version of Hawkeye and everything that he kind of brings to the table. So I looked at stories that involved um, kind of what's been going on in the MCU at this point, and one of the big uh, storylines that I went with was Avengers Disassembled which is kind of where everything kind of goes wrong for the Avengers, kind of like how everything kind of goes wrong in Civil War, where everybody kind of gets scattered and the Avengers are essentially no more. Unfortunately, he is wiped out at the beginning of that story too. <laughs> so basically, long story short, um, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, kind of goes insane and she systematically breaks the Avengers apart in different ways. And the very beginning of this story, a Kree ship appears over Avengers Mansion, and they basically have an all-out assault on the mansion and all the Avengers that are inside. And during the initial battle, one of the Kree sets fire to Hawkeye's quiver with all of his arrows, and he knows that, that some of his arrows are explosives and that he wouldn't be able to get the quiver off and away from 
uh, his friends in time. So he basically grabs onto one of the Kree with a jetpack and flies into the ship and explodes. So we can't really judge that as what Hawkeye could possibly be doing in this film. Uh, we do know that the Kree are established, that they're involved, but um, I think we're not at that point in um, Scarlet Witch's character development to start going towards that. So unfortunately, we can't look at that either. What we can look at is the comics Civil War. Now, the comic Civil War has a lot of similarities to the film Civil War, but also a lot of differences as well. Probably the biggest difference between the comics version and the MCU is at the end of the Civil War comic, Cap dies. He's assassinated on the steps of this courthouse. It's a big public thing, and Steve Rogers is dead. So in the comics, after Cap is killed, Hawkeye, who really wasn't factored into the initial Civil War storyline, confronts Tony about everything that happened, and Tony basically gives Hawkeye Cap's shield because he wants him to be the new Captain America because Tony has this idea in his mind that if he has a Cap on his side who is willing to cooperate with the government that might convince some of the superheroes who are in hiding to come out and join the whole uh, registration act. And there is, I think, an issue at least where Hawkeye kind of suits up and comments on how silly he feels, but he is a natural with the shield, because of course, world's greatest marksman, he's able to get the kind of shield bounce that not a whole lot of people who throw the shield can do. But at the end of this mission, he hands the shield back to Tony and basically says, it's not for me, and goes on to kind of find his own path. And that actually leads into the next storyline that I took a look at, because I don't really think that Hawkeye is going to end up being the next Cap, because there are just, there are two very big other possibilities that I think everyone is looking at, that being Bucky and Falcon, on who might take up the shield after Cap either dies or is taken off the board, either way. In the comics, what Hawkeye ends up doing post-Civil War is he adopts this persona called the Ronin, and Ronin in Japanese culture is a wandering samurai, a masterless samurai. And Hawkeye kind of adopts this mantle, kind of representing that he doesn't really have a family anymore. He doesn't really have a direction anymore. And throughout the initial storyline, it's not really revealed who Ronan is. He just kind of shows up and it eventually is revealed that it is Hawkeye. And the reason that I bring this up is because there have been set photos, or at least uh, pictures of Jeremy Renner heading into set for Avengers 4, and he's wearing, you know, the big coat that is supposed to cover up his costume that most uh, actors playing superheroes will wear. But you do see from about the knees down that he's wearing something that's very different from the normal Hawkeye gear that he's been wearing so far in the movies. And that his color scheme has always kind of leaned towards black and purple, black and blue. Yeah, he, he had a little bit of like black and red in uh, Age of Ultron, and these were basically knee pads and boots, kind of like uh, bracers that were black and yellow, which were the colors that he wore as Ronin. And another reason that I bring this up is that this was the identity, the mantle, the costume, whatever, 
that he had during the Secret Invasion storyline. In the Secret Invasion storyline, long story short, scrolls are everywhere. You look to your left, you look to your right. They're both probably scrolls, And the scrolls have been confirmed to be the main villains in Captain Marvel. And with that, they might factor into this Phase 4 that Kevin Feige and the entire MCU team has been very secretive about. They haven't said anything about what's coming up, what the next phase is, and by now, with previous phases, we would have already known all the movies going forward. So I think I my big hope is that Secret Invasion is kind of the direction they're going, but we don't know for sure. But I think that just based on the set photos and the fact that he's got this weird new like undercut mohawk style hairstyle that he hasn't really had in the movies up to this point that he might be adopting the Ronin persona either in this movie in the next movie going forward so I think now that we have all of the kind of all of the information that is out there whether it comes to movie related or comics related what we can do is kind of take these bits and pieces and kind of form theories and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven theories. <laughs> but I'm going to try to keep them short. Um, so first theory is that he is quote unquote retired because that's kind of what he said that he was at the end of Age of Ultron kind of into Civil War. And, you know, at the end of Age of Ultron, he shows up. We all thought he was going to die. He introduced his family because, you know, Joss Whedon loves to kill off people that he's really gotten the audience attached to. But he ends up surviving and and goes home to kind of live out the rest of his days. But in Civil War, he's brought back to be part of uh, Captain America's team. And we all know how well that went for him. But there is a possibility that once Cap breaks him out, he goes back to being retired. He just goes back to the farm, back to his family, and doesn't show up. I personally wouldn't like this, but if they are going with the whole uh, snap of the fingers, he disappears, this could be a way to kind of take him off the board without making it a huge story point, but also accounting for, well, where would he be? Second theory is that he does have a minor role. This would involve either, you know, having the snap, as I'll refer to it from here on forward, um, kind of take an effect. He's snapped out of existence, and then that's it. And the other idea is that he might have a minor role here, and then have an expanded role in Avengers 4, because they did speak about the fact that the main players in this movie are going to kind of move to the background for Avengers 4 and vice versa. The supporting players in this movie will kind of move to the forefront there. So that could be a possibility. Um, he could also possibly die in this movie, which would kind of suck, but everyone kind of called him dying in Age of Ultron, so that would kind of be coming full circle for the character. There's also an idea floating around that he might be running around with Ant-Man, because again, we haven't seen him either, and having the two of them just kind of on the run would be an interesting dynamic, because they're both kind of smarmy, they're both very... they have checkered pasts, and I think the two of them would be a really entertaining team. Another idea would be he's on some kind of secret mission. Now, we don't know what that could be, whether that's Nick Fury related or not. Uh, he could be working on his own deal, his own missions. 
Uh, there's also the idea that he could be interacting with the Skrulls. Now, with the whole Ronin idea, the idea behind that would be perhaps that he would be the one who runs into them first. He's the one who makes first contact with them and kind of sets up the story, whether they end up he ends up escaping them, they end up killing him, or they end up replacing him, or whatever. So that could be an idea, and then we'd see the ramifications of that unfold throughout. He would be the one who infiltrates as a scroll with everyone else and kind of be um, the man who betrays them later. Or he could also be on whatever is going on with the Soul Stone. And that's been a big point of contention with a lot of people because all the other Infinity Stones have been unveiled except for the Soul Stone. And we don't know where it is. There's theories. There's theories it might be in Wakanda. There's theories it might be with Adam Warlock. There's theories that it could be um, somewhere else. But I think with how secretive they've been about where the Soul Stone is and where how secretive they've been about what Hawkeye's doing, the two could be involved. I think for me, that would be probably the most fulfilling if you're going to have somebody who's either on the hunt for the soul stone or even kind of playing keep away with the soul stone he's he might be entrusted with the soul stone and kind of told hey just run you find a way to get out of this you find a way to keep this away from him as long as you can and we get to see how Hawkeye fares trying to escape Thanos in the Black Order but the theory that I think is kind of for me, the coolest I saw on Reddit. I would love to take credit for this myself, but I can't. I, I don't remember the exact user, but um, someone was talking about, oh, there's this great theory on Reddit, so I went and checked it out. And if this ends up being what happens, I would flip out. So the theory on Reddit goes that Hawkeye is put on a task from Nick Fury. And that task is to activate a dormant Captain Marvel. Now, um, we don't know exactly what's going to happen in Captain Marvel's uh, solo movie. We do know it comes out next year. I believe it comes out before Avengers 4. So the idea behind it is that everything basically falls apart and Nick Fury, he basically says, we need you to activate our ace in the hole. And that ends up being Captain Marvel. We know Captain Marvel's movie takes place in the 90s, that Nick Fury and Agent Coulson will be part of it, and we don't know exactly why, if it's set in the 90s, she hasn't appeared at any other point in the MCU timeline. So maybe at the end of the movie something happens, she has to be put in like cryostasis or anything like that, and Hawkeye's mission is to go and bring her back so that she can fight on the front lines. And that would kind of work out with the timeline, movie-wise, because in this movie everything goes crap. Hawkeye goes and reactivates her at the end of the movie, maybe in like a post credit scene, and then we get, oh, now that we've introduced this person, now we can establish her, get you familiar with her, so that the time by the time uh, Avengers 4 rolls around, you know exactly what she's about, and she can just start kicking ass with everyone that you've come to be attached with. So I think that is an amazing idea, and that it would not only give Hawkeye a purpose that he really hasn't had on the team, but it will also make him an integral part of the 
plot, and it would make him kind of get that importance back because he's a founding Avenger. He was there for the Battle of New York. He was there before we established him. He was part of the original team, but he has never really seemed as important as the rest of the team. So by doing this, I think it would not only make his plotline important, but it would also fulfill all of the ideas that have been thrown around with the speculation from the interviews. Because him being a long game, he might spend the entire movie from the beginning to the end searching for whatever she's kept or wherever she's been um, stowed away. And then the idea that Hawkeye, almost the least important Avenger, is now the most important because he's bringing back the most powerful character in the MCU up to this point. So those are my theories. Uh, that's what I think could happen, could possibly happen. Um, I'm excited to see the movie. We're a couple weeks out and I am not watching any more trailers. I know they're going to keep coming out, but I don't want anything spoiled for me. I'm just excited. It's a 10-year journey that everyone's been on, and I just hope that for Hawkeye, his journey has been worth it. All right, so those are the theories that I have collected and put together to hopefully piece together where Hawkeye might be in the Infinity War movie. Uh, I want to do a quick note. Um, the Reddit user that came up with the Captain Marvel theory is a murder comes and goes. Just want to give credit to that person, make sure that they know that I'm not stealing their idea. <laughs> but that I think it's super cool. So yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, if you have any theories, please share them. Would love to get a discussion going with you guys. So for Geeksplain, this is Eric Azana. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you right back here for part two of Countdown to Infinity War. See you next time.